Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So more about this footage that's been released of January 6th that was put in the hands of Tucker Carlson from the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, over 40,000 hours worth of footage. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. We know from this that the the shaman, the, the guy dressed like a Viking, got a police escort around the Capitol, was surrounded by multiple police officers who never tried to stop him. The video is clear. We know that the video that the January 6th committee showed us of Josh Hawley, the senator from Missouri, running away, well, he was in the back of a pack of a bunch of senators and members of Congress who were told to head in a certain direction at the insistence of police, it seems. And then this. We were told that Officer Brian Sicknick was killed in the January 6th riot. Now, Brian Sicknick did pass away, and uh, I have no good word uh, other than I'm so sorry to hear it. But there's video of him on January 6th walking around the Capitol. There he is. Walking around the Capitol. The media said he was killed by Trump supporters. There he is. I'm looking at the man. If you ask me if there was a riot on January 6th, I will always say yes. If you ask me if people were violent on January 6th, I will always say yes. I will never once say that didn't happen. It just didn't happen the way the January 6th committee wanted to tell you it happened. They lied. And everybody involved in that is a fraud. Eric Swalwell, Jamie Raskin, Adam Schiff, and of course, Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. They are liars and they are frauds. And none of this had to be. You don't want us asking the question of why in the world were people just let into the Capitol? Why in the world was there no pushback? Why why was this the standard operating procedure? it, it, It must be asked. And a rational person would. And Kinzinger, if he was rational, would have. And Cheney, if she was rational, would have. And obviously, they didn't. You want our our respect? No. You want us to trust you about January 6th? No. You think Trump started a, a an insurrection? He didn't. That doesn't mean that you can't have things about how Trump handled January 6th that you wholeheartedly disagree with because I am one of those guys. I can do two things at once. Disagree with Trump and know that he didn't start an insurrection. But I ask questions about how were things done at the Capitol and how do you do them better in the future? And all of this is going to lead to a bigger question. Did Ashley Babbitt have to die? A woman was shot and killed by Capitol Police. 
And it's the only time you've ever seen the political left cheering the police officer. Ashley Babbitt's mother was at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. I, I, didn't, I didn't speak to her because she clearly had a, a, a mission. She was doing her thing and, and di- did not want to be bothered. She may, I think she did do some interviews, but I, I, I didn't do one of them. Like She had her, her, her set uh, uh, agenda. Um, it's, uh, it, it, it's clear that if we're now going to see these other images, well, what other images do we have of the shooting of Ashley Babbitt? And was it necessary? Did she have to die? I'm not arguing that she wasn't wrong for being in the Capitol, nor for trying to break through the doorway. I'm asking, did she have to be shot? Am I going to see something from another angle now that the January 6th committee refused to show that's going to make everyone say, oh, yeah, that was not necessary? Because I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts that based on these other things that it's possible. We're going to see some other footage. Then there's the story of Chris Rock. And Chris Rock, the comedy special on Netflix, and how he ends the special with a discussion of the slap from Will Smith. And uh, to engage this conversation, I I got an email from... uh, Wait, where is it? Where where's the email I got? It's 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 right here. It was a question about how Chris Rock ended the special and he ends it with this conversation about Will Smith and being slapped and look how his wife treated him and he's mad at me and he's he beats the living daylights out of Will Smith with words not with fists. And Will Smith deserves everything he gets and then some. Um, but Chris Rock ends with, and I, I don't want to spoil it for you, so consider this a spoiler alert and make your decisions now. This will take about uh, 60 seconds. He ends the special with, uh, people ask me why I didn't hit him back. Why did I hit him back? And Chris Rock says, because I was raised, because I have parents. And the crowd applauds. And he goes, and you know my parents taught me? Never fight in front of white people. And then he literally throws the mic to the ground. He's done. And the crowd goes nuts. And there are people who are like, what does this have to do with white people? It has absolutely nothing to do with white people. It has to do with the idea that you handle your business in private. The concept of you don't fight in front of white people if you are Chris Rock, has to do with the idea of here's how they already view you, and if you're fighting with somebody else in front of white people, all you're doing is reinforcing their view of you. Don't do it. It's not going to help you, and don't give them the satisfaction. You know where I describe this? With the political right. You support DeSantis. The other person supports Trump. You're really going to yell at each other? You're really going to scream at each other in front of the CNN camera? What are you doing? Handle your business in private, you freak. Do not show other people. It goes to another line. And that other line comes from film. And that film is The Godfather. 
And there's Don Corleone being brought the deal to maybe get into the drug trade. And the offer's being made, and the offer's being made, and it's clear that Don Corleone doesn't want any part of this. And at one moment, it's Sonny who jumps in. Sonny Corleone, played by James Caan, who talks about, you You mean the family's going to protect our interests? And Don Corleone shuts him up and says, you forgive me. I spoil my children. They speak when they should listen. Don't ever tell anybody about what you're thinking outside the family. Now, if you want to argue that that's a very racist way to look at the world, that Chris Rock thinks that a black man who has a problem with him, a black man should do so in private, you can. But he's right. Just like when I see a conservative upset with a conservative, you don't do it in front of the CNN cameras. Just like when you're making a deal, you don't say anything that can make the family look weak. You keep your mouth closed. And you know your place. Will Smith could have handled this any way he wanted to. He handled it like this. And only when he saw his wife was upset because he laughed at first. Will Smith is as weak as Chris Rock described him as. Will Smith, I don't think, ever recovers from this, although it is Hollywood, and there are second acts and third acts. And Chris Rock was right. Don't fight in front of white people. Don't fight in front of anybody outside the family. Don't fight for the CNN cameras. Don't do it. Control yourself.